The Sport Industry Access Podcast, episode 128. What core skills do you need to be a professional personal trainer? Welcome to another episode of the Sport Industry Access Podcast. I'm your host, Ed Bowers. As always, my goal each week is to provide you a special guest who is a sports expert in a specific field in the sports industry, especially if you have an interest in pursuing a career in the fitness industry. So I hope today's episode can be useful to you with regards to your interests and needs. Now, getting back to today's show, this week's special guest is Gokai Kotuldum. Gokai is a professional personal trainer and the founder of Gokai Fitness, where his aim is to motivate, inspire his clients to achieve their personal goals relating to their health and well-being. For that reason, it's great to have Gokai as a special guest on the show. That's why in today's episode, Gokai will share his sports career journey and explain to you the core skills you need to be a professional personal trainer. Gokai, it's great to have you on the show. Please can you share your sports career journey to listeners? When did it all start? Uh, hi, Ed. Uh, thank you so much for inviting me. Uh, I'm really excited to have this podcast with you. Well, I've been in the fitness industry for almost 20 years uh, when I was at my local barber in my hometown, Izmir, in Turkey. I was about like 16 and um, I was skinny, but somehow athletic. So he said to me, it would look good if you join a gym and build some muscle. So, so I did exactly that. Three years later, um, I was on the stage uh, competing in a bodybuilding contest for Turkey in an international competition. So I enjoyed it so much. I did several of them and became Mr. Turkey in 2005. Then um, I joined the Turkish Air Force as a technical sergeant and uh, carried on my fitness training alongside my career. So I started training jet pilots uh, in the Air Force to increase their stamina. Um, as you know, they're under a lot of g-force and strength and core training can help tremendously then i met my english wife and decided i was ready for a big career and lifestyle change so i moved to the uk i trained as a personal trainer and initially worked for the nuffield health Um, this was an exciting and challenging experience for me as um, not only was i learning about anatomy and uh, uh, physiology and the basic foundations required to become a personal trainer. Um, I also had to develop my English English language skills to a level that I was able to explain exercises in detail and um, motivate clients to reach their fitness goals. I made an effort to talk to people and enjoy helping them um, using this gym to feel comfortable and uh, confident using the equipment. And I knew everyone's name and uh, people viewed me as an approachable, a friendly and genuine person. And uh, within a few months uh, working there, I had gained the top number of clients amongst all the trainers. And this was repeated in the following months. I then decided to set up my own fitness business in Dulwich in London. So 
I've been coaching people face to face in Dulwich in London here. And last year, uh, I launched my online uh, coaching platform. I find this really interesting, but I've got to go back in time really quickly because you've just really inspired me with regards to your bodybuilding experience when you're a young kid. Out of interest, what inspired you to get into bodybuilding? Was it for the competitions or was it to challenge yourself? Can you really remember? Because it's such a popular sport at this moment. Uh, it is, especially it is much more popular in Turkey. Uh, people are more into their fitness here and being athletic. But somehow in Turkey, in my home country, people want to be big and uh, muscular. Uh, um, so when I started training, you know, whatever you do, you want to do the best. So I was amongst other athletes and they were all competing. So I was thinking, OK, that's the way to go. So I have to do the competitions then. And it's much more... Um, enjoyable because when you achieve something it is like a title something that you can remember you can tell uh, your grandkids <laughs> maybe um so yeah it was really good fun at the time and just really quickly with regards to you joining the air force what is this due to national service or did you choose to go in the air force after your time doing bodybuilding uh, yes, I chose uh, to do. Like, I went to a technical um, air force and air force school for one year and trained as a technical sergeant. And it was a national service; it was my career. And just really quickly on that note, with regards to um, being in the air force, any skill sets you learnt during that experience which have supported you now? Reflecting, uh, well, discipline, obviously. <laughs> Because um, I still get up at around 5 a.m. and my first sessions, face-to-face sessions start at 6 a.m. Uh, discipline is one of the most important things that I think I learned. Um, time management. Well, I'm going to say dealing um, with issues in under pressure. But to be honest, um, when I'm with people, I'm not under that much pressure because it's fun and nice environment. Um, so it's something I learned, but I'm not using this skill set right now. <laughs> Understand and, and just really quickly from a industry perspective of fitness now, have you seen the fitness industry develop relating to your twenty years in the industry? Well, um, I think people are more aware of benefits of fitness, so they don't mind spending more time and effort and also money into their fitness and well being. Uh, with YouTube, workout apps exercise and meal plans people can access the information they need remotely and the industry is becoming more and more digital social media apps such as instagram have made it possible for individuals working in health and fitness to uh, promote themselves and become successful and well-known without requiring the input of big publishing companies I think that's a big change at the moment. Absolutely. Now, just relating to today's podcast topic now from a career perspective, what core skill sets do you need to be a professional personal trainer? Okay. Um, I think you definitely need to be personable. So if people don't like you, they don't want to be around you. I don't mean make sure people like you, but uh, in my opinion, being approachable, nice and empathetic is uh, very important to become a personal trainer. People see you on a regular basis and the relationship you create can be very warm and friendly. So as long as you always maintain your professionalism, uh, you are on the right track. So I can't, I can't count tens of um, core skills. Um, everyone can learn how to show someone how to do squats, lunges, like side laterals, etc. But if you don't have a real interest in finding the solution to someone's problem, 
relating to health and fitness, I don't think this is for you. So that's, I think, quite important. And just really quickly on that note, how important is communication with regards to one-on-one sessions or even group sessions from your experience? You mean communication after the training or communication in the sessions? Oh, great question. I'm going to say both to challenge you. Uh, Well, during the session, it's obviously one of the most important things. You need to understand what they want, what their goals are. Um, some people are shy working outdoors. Um, some people want some people want to show off um, their friends that they're working out, so that they always uh, want to take pictures all the, all for themselves for their Instagram account. So everyone is different. So as long as you respect what their goals are and try to help them uh, achieve their goals, you are doing the right thing. Obviously, so for example, some people don't like being weighed but they know that it's important. So as long as you they realize uh, it is for them to maybe take some measurements sometimes, uh, doing the weighing sometimes, as long as they know that you are there to help them, uh, again, I think you are doing the right thing. And after the sessions, uh, again, communication. So especially if someone starts new, uh, they need to know that you are there. Um, if, they, if they have any question, they might ask you a question about nutrition, about stretching, maybe about um, home workouts they need to be doing, and the, the time uh, between PT sessions. So communication is a very, very important factor. Would you mind explaining to the listeners the type of services you provide for your clients so they just have an over- overview? Sure. Um, well, other than training people face-to-face in Dulwich, London, I use my own fitness app called Gokai Fitness to train people online including overseas clients. So how do I do that? When people sign up with one of my training packages, they fill out a very comprehensive questionnaire that uh, helps me to understand their lifestyle and fitness goals. Then uh, I design their training programs using my computer. Uh, The beauty of this is that once their program is ready, uh, they can use their iPhones, iPads, uh, desktops, any, any device they have to see their daily or weekly workout schedule. So they click each workout using their mobile devices, wherever they are, home, gym, or outdoors, and they access the exercises they need to be doing on a daily basis. So they watch my two view angle videos. They see how many repetitions, how many sets they should be doing, as well as the break between each set. So these are all individualized, um, as everyone's needs might be different then they move on to the next exercise. So once they complete them all, they simply check in, uh, that dates workouts, and I get a notification. They can send me a message using the app. They can upload their before and after pictures every week for me to monitor their progress. And even they can record their own exercise techniques so that I can assess and correct them if necessary. Wow, I find this really interesting. Just relating to the, your career now, what have you been up to recently? I'm currently working on my 20 workouts in 30-day package, which is going to be available soon. Uh, for this one, you don't need any equipment to do these exercises. Again, you can use your mobile devices, iPhone, iPad, or desktop, wherever you are. And it only starts from 10 minutes a day for the first week, so five workouts uh, from Monday to Friday. Then 15 minutes a day next week, 20 minutes um, week three and 25-minute workouts every day for week four. So the exercises gradually get harder, so it's perfect for beginners or people who are returning 
from an, in, an inactive lifestyle. It's also perfect for people who are like really busy. So it, as it doesn't take, take up much time. So every morning when you wake up, you will just, uh, see your daily workout in your inbox. This is what I'm um, working at. I think that's absolutely fantastic. And I think this is really important as well. Just relating back to your career now and reflecting, Gokai, what have you enjoyed the most from your career journey looking back now? Um, I think progress. Um, I had no idea uh, when I first set up my own personal training business that I would be an also an online trainer. But things change, so you adapt. Um, so I do like the progress. And also, I think it's one of these unique professions that if you are good at what you do, your clients get fit, lose weight, whatever their goals are. They walk around being noticed by their friends, neighbors. Then you literally have walking free advertisements. So what I mean is uh, you yourself can physically see the results of your input, which is very, very rewarding. I think you've highlighted a really important point there. And I feel like we're at a great stage of the interview where I'd like to finish with an inspirational question. What advice would you give to university students who want to pursue a career in the fitness industry? Uh, it's a very good question. I would strongly recommend to contact and um, volunteer or shadow a few professionals uh, that they admire or want to be like. And sometimes things might be might not be as good as they look. Um, you know, spend half a day, chat, question, help someone. The benefits you will get will be invaluable. I think like I shadowed two personal trainers uh, years ago just to see what they are doing. What kind of language they are using with their clients? Are the clients happy? So if so, why are they happy? Can I put myself in this PT's role and achieve the same results? So I think it's very important for young university students to speak to the professionals and uh, if possible, even shadow them. That is absolutely great. I really do hope the listeners take that on board because job shadowing is a fantastic way to get your foot in the door with regards to any industry in the sports industry in that matter. How can people interact with you online? Uh, well, I am in Dulwich in South East London but, uh, for face-to-face. And for uh, people who are not in my catchment area, gokaifitness.com, G-O-K-A-Y, fitness.com is for my app users, uh, and they can uh, find me through my website. I have a freebie for your listeners. I thought they might find it useful. Um, I have uh, a three-page goal-setting help sheet, so everyone can set their own goals. And also, I created a section to reflect back every week to see your own progress. So this takes about 10, 12 weeks. And they can download it on my website, yokaifitness.com forward slash setting goals. That is absolutely fantastic. And there will be all those links, what Gokai just mentioned, especially that goal setting sheet on my website relating to this blog post. Gokai, it's been an absolute pleasure chatting with you today. Thank you very much. And you. Thank you so much, Ed. Take care. What a great podcast chat from Gokai. And with regards to today's podcast topic, I hope you've got a better understanding with regards to what it takes to be a professional personal trainer. And the bit I really enjoyed the most from Gokai is how he explained that he had to adapt with regards to the work he does. And by going digital, he can serve more people in the fitness industry but also help more people around the world with regards to them staying physically active relating to their fitness goals and that's a really important point if you really want to work in the fitness industry is really thinking of new ideas adapting yourself with regards to your career 
in how you can provide more for people around the world. And for me, the fitness industry is such a large industry, but if you can be able to help more people in really effective ways with the use of technology, the better your services are going to be in the long run. From a career perspective, I really do hope you took on board what Gokai said about using job shadowing as a method of not just getting yourself out there, but really understanding if that's the role you want to do before you commit to it. So on that note, I hope you enjoyed this podcast chat as much as I did. Take on board what Gokai said about job shadowing and apply it to your sports career journey today and good luck. Now, as always, at the end of each interview, I like to finish with an inspirational quote from my guest speaker. Gokai said, learn from today's professionals who interest you, understand what they do well, and if possible, ask if you can job shadow them.